This isn't a mud heap. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Welcome to Why Do You Like This? You know, I don't think I like this anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. How you doing, dude? You know, it's Sunday morning. That's how I'm feeling. Nice. Yeah, how about you? Pretty good. I went and saw my brother's new house yesterday. Ooh! It was really exciting. That is exciting. I'm proud of my little brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Where's that? Uh, Discovery Bay. Ooh. <laughs> Quite the little, little drive drive. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's 15 minutes out of Brentwood. I, I don't know. I don't go that direction very often, so. Not that far. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I don't go over there. Not so. that far. Um, back when I used to work at the elementary school, um, there was a kid whose, like, parents, like, lived there, and uh-huh. they would go to the school in Concord every day. Why Concord? Great question. Huh. But literally, the private school. Yes. Oh, okay. But like, there's private schools closer to there. Maybe that's just the one they liked. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how it works. I don't know either. I'm not gonna criticize anybody's choices. <laughs> I'm not, and never will be a parent. <laughs> Damn. Mm-hmm. I know. My mom made a statement at work the other day about how I'm never gonna give her grandchildren, and how she, it makes her very sad. And I was like, oh. well, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you have Charlie, and Fred. <laughs> I was like, those are your grandchildren? And she was like, Jamie, that's not the same. And I was like, well, geese to it. I was like, I got another, you know, five years of my birth control, so I'm not even going to broach that subject until then. So, uh, and she was like, Jamie, you're, god- you're a goddamn disgrace. And I was like, what else is new? Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, making my mom upset one day at a time. That's fucking deep. Yep. That's it. Mostly because I want to reproduce right hard. now. I was like, yeah. yeah, do you want to pay for my kid and, like, stop working and take care of it 24-7? And she was like, yeah, I would do that. And I was like, that's not the answer I was hoping for. You want for. your mom to raise a kid? No. <laughs> Jenny, it's nothing personal. <laughs> I know, so no, you're not listening to this. So. <laughs> but I mean, look how I turned out. We don't need another one of me. <laughs> yeah. There are worse people. We don't need another one of me, though. <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm not saying we do. <laughs> I'm saying you're fine. <laughs> but fine is as good as we're going to get. Hear my words. <laughs> Great. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, Enough so, about me. Yeah, yeah. enough. <laughs> about my shortcomings. <laughs> we read The Dark Knight Returns. Yes, some of us read it twice because we read the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna. I wasn't even gonna go there. I did. It's okay. I'm, I'm willing to make fun of myself. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'll, I'll be the first one to say it. <laughs> You're not that bad. But I'm not great. I've met dumber people. <laughs> That's not saying a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I know the people we used to work with. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Speaking of, I got out with Morgan the other day. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> she's doing all right. Okay. She's out of the, uh, she's out of timeout. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Zachary reached out to her and was like, let's take out. I was like, <laughs> okay. Oh. I know. I guess he's trying to bury the hatchet. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still hanging out with a uh, homeboy? Yeah. <laughs> nice. He's less insufferable than I was expecting him no, to be. No, I, like, I like that kid. I hadn't met him until, like, two days ago, so oh, okay. I had no opinion. Because they've come into work. <laughs> I just had no opinion of him other than, like, pictures I've seen on Instagram, so. Yeah. <laughs> There's only so much you can tell from, you know, stage photos. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like he really likes wine. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they, like, joined, like, hella wineries, like, right before quarantine, so they were big bad <laughs> because they haven't been able to go. <laughs> I was like, what? Don't you just get shipped to your house? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't get it. I'm too cheap to be a member of a winery. Like, I don't like wine. 
Sorry. <laughs> Actually, no. I was a member of Sutter Home for like five minutes because it literally cost five dollars to be a member. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that, that's like a book club. Like they send different wines to your house. Yeah, actually, okay. <laughs> you either can like go to the tasting room and like t- like pick them up, or you like they like mail the bottles to your home. Oh, okay. But like Sutter Home is like not nice wine. It's like five dollar bottles of wine. Yeah. So you know you get what you pay for. <laughs> When I was a kid, I really wanted uh, my mom to send me up for the Stephen King book club. <laughs> and they send you, like, a book every month. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> did she not do it? No. I was like, it sounded like that was a hard no. <laughs> no. And now I'm glad she didn't. <laughs> Are you, like, anti-Stephen King? No, I like Stephen King. Stephen King's written maybe hundreds of books, and I like maybe six. Great. <laughs> um, so... The idea of, like, reading a new one every month and being like, oh, fingers crossed. Jesus Christ, sorry. <laughs> the cork just flew out of that bottle of wine sitting on the counter? Yeah. That was petrag. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I told you before, I'm pretty sure my house is haunted. It is what it is. It is what it is. Okay, here to what we're actually talk, here to talk about. Yes. Uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Yes. Frank Miller, Klaus Janssen, Lynn Varley. Yes. Uh, we talked about this book a little bit when we read Batman Year One. Yes. Batman Year One was, uh, like, the follow-up to this. Uh, okay, so, so it came after. Yeah, he came to DC, he did, uh, this book Ronin, which is, like, a futuristic samurai thing that's pretty fun. Um, but then he, like, really pulled his big dick out, and he was like, I've got a Batman story. <laughs> and Frank Miller, um, has, um, given interviews... He's a really interesting guy because he was this like young gun that came into mm-hmm. comics, really blew shit up, and okay. then he's just stayed in the industry. And I have a real theory that people have like a finite level of creativity in them. Okay. And they do like get it all out at some point, and then when they keep making things, it's really troublesome. Okay. Hmm. Elaborate. So he's one of those guys. <laughs> He had a big 80s and a decent early 90s, like mm-hmm. he created Sin City and stuff When was like this that. written? Uh, 1986. Okay, I was trying to figure it out because there was some gems in here that I wrote down, and yeah. I was like, when was this written? I need to know answers. So 1986. So Miller at this time, I think he's like 30 okay. when he does this book, um, and he's talked about how he always thought of Batman as somebody older than him. As like okay. an adult, you know what I mean? If you're like, like a an kid, adulty adult. Yeah, if you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not like, like a 25-year-old. You're a kid and you're looking up to Batman. Batman's... Like at least 40. An adult. Well, or 30. But, okay. So he turned 30 and he's like, I'm the same age as Batman. I don't mm. feel like Batman. So that started like the wheels turning in his head of like, well, Batman, what if Batman was older than me? Like, what if Batman was 50? Gotcha. You know what I okay. mean? Um. And that sort of, like, unlocked this whole deal of creating this world that was much more of a mirror of our world, but, like, setting it in the future. A Batman oh. who's been retired. Okay, so this is supposed to be set in the future. Yes. What What is, is this, like, supposed to be set, like, at what, in the early 2000s then? Uh, it's not that... It's not clear. It's not that concrete. <laughs> okay, Because, like, Got Ronald it. Reagan is very clearly the president. Right. Um... But maybe it's like a Watchman Richard Nixon scenario where he's served like multiple terms, oh. and we're like veering into fascism a little bit, right? Which is a thing that they mention many, 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 many times yes. in this. <laughs> so Miller uses this book to like 
say a lot of things that he was feeling at that time. Yeah. That relationship with Batman, the way he felt living in New York City in 1986, mm-hmm. of just like this is fucking terrifying. Like, yeah, it's how rough. how how much worse could this possibly get? Like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. The ineffectiveness of government. Um, this sort of like view of Superman as this like government stooge. Like he has all the power in the world, but he's letting like corrupt bureaucrats tell him what to do. That doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> Not one bit. Never heard of anything like that before in my life. Um, what are you talking about? So he gets a lot of his collaborators from uh, when he was working on Daredevil. Okay. Uh, Klaus Janssen, Lynn Varley. I think he was in a relationship with Lynn Varley at the time. Mm. Um, who I, She does the colors in this. And the mm. uh, coloring is really interesting in this book because she was a fine artist. Oh, interesting. So this is all like watercolor. Yeah, I, was like, I noticed it was like way different than like yeah. a lot of the other shit. It looks really beautiful. No, yeah, it looks rad. Um, the art does like weirdly change from book two to book three. Like everything looks way different. Yeah. And that's just like Frank Miller's pencil style, like really changing. Okay, I wasn't sure what was going on. I was like, is this because it's like the same people? I was just like, yeah. He just starts drawing things differently. Like it becomes much more, much like blockier and much like more graphic. Oh, okay. I was just confused. I was like, okay. Yeah. Like. Is there, like, I thought there was, like, a gap between these. I wasn't really positive. So, okay. That yeah. makes more sense then. Yeah. And this is, like, the ending of the the second half of the book, the style is much more consistent with what his style is like now, if you look at Frank Miller art. Um, sure. I don't recommend that you do that. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, I'm unfamiliar. Because so. <laughs> Frank Miller now is a fucking bummer. Maybe we'll get into some of that stuff at the end. And don't get into it now. I want to know. <laughs> I, he's, like, one of those guys who got, like, really, like, right-wing radicalized after 9-11. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yikes on bikes. Yeah. So he's one of those. He's one of those guys. Um, and he hasn't, like, gotten over that. That's actually upsetting. And he's done, like, sequels to this book. You read one by mistake. I did read that by mistake. <laughs> um, yeah. That was... I mean, it was not bad. Yeah, that one isn't as bad as the other. Like, there's another <laughs> one called The Dark Knight Strikes Again that's, like, a direct sequel to this that's fucking rough. Oh, like, shit. it's horrifying. And I remember when that came out. Um, it was coming out this summer after I read this for the first time. Okay. Um, so I was, like, super fucking excited. And I was like, this is amazing. And then I remember reading, like, the first issue and being like, I can't read this. And that was being, like, a, what, maybe 13-year-old? And being like, this is bad. Oh, no. This isn't good. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that'd be really upsetting. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> Let's not dwell on no, no, no. the hideous artistic failures of a once great man. <laughs> Let's... <laughs> that might be the episode title. <laughs> Hold on, I'm writing that down. <laughs> Anyways. Let's get into this. Please talk about it. What, what would you? Where would you like to start? So let's just start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce Wayne is retired. Yes. He uh, is kicking it with Jim Gordon, who's also about to retire. Uh, Jim Gordon knows that he's Batman. They go and have these, like, drinks together. Uh, we definitely get the impression that Bruce Wayne is self-medicating with alcohol. Yes. <laughs> to, like, suppress his feelings of guilt and frustration and desperation. Well, there's a joke made at the, either the beginning of the first or second book, I forget which one it is, uh-huh. um, that they make also in the Batman versus Superman about the, like, oh, like, will your future children, like, 
and inherit an empty wine cellar if yes. there's going to be any. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and when we talk about that movie, we will mm-hmm. talk about all the things directly listed from this book in Batman versus Superman. Great. Um, uh, excellent. Spoilers for next week. Bruce Wayne, we also get the very clear um, impression that he has a serious death wish. Yes, he's, like, very emo and depressed. The book, More so than usual. The book opens with him uh, driving in some sort of Formula One exhibition. Yeah, I was like, why is he street racing? Okay, like, like, as an old-ass man. <laughs> yeah, well, wasn't a street racer on, like, a track. Oh, okay, I think I yeah. was a little bit confused. I'm not good at any of this. He's, <laughs> I don't do car things. He's on, they're on, it's like a Formula One track. I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> means, like, not NASCAR. But not but regular a, cars. On a track. They're, no, they're not regular street cars. It's, like, a... You ever see, like, the Hot Wheels, and they're, like, long, and they've got, like, those spoilers on the front and the big spoilers on the back? Sure. Okay. They're, like, really low <laughs> to the ground. Um, so it's a race exhibition. They're on a track. There's a crowd watching and stuff like that. He's not street racing. Gotcha. Um, I, I assumed it was street racing because yeah. they looked like normal cars to me. <laughs> so, um, but I'm an idiot. And he's so. pushing the car past the point where it'll go. Somebody from his, like, pit crew is warning him, mm-hmm. like, you're going to blow up. Yeah. And he thinks to himself, this would be a fine death. Yeah, he's like, rad. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but he unfortunately survives and wins. Unfortunately. Because <laughs> he's too fucking good at things. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, we get an impression of, like, what Gotham is like now. Mm-hmm. Maybe ten years past the point of Batman not being around. Uh, things are bleak. Yes, yeah, so everything's, like, very dark. Like, at least, like, when, like, they're showing, like, the streets and shit. Everything's, like, yeah. very gloomy, dark, yes. sad, clearly fucked up. And this is definitely, <laughs> like, one of those books. It was a huge impression on the tone that Tim Burton would take into his movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so this idea of Gotham is like this really oppressive urban fucking nightmare. Um, just this idea of everything that was going on in the eighties in American cities, like amped up to fucking 11, like crime is out of control. Right. Well, I mean like local politics is completely corrupt and crazy. (laughs) Again. Wow. Wowzers. You and, um, you and Jess talked about Bernie Getz in uh, one of your episodes like that, like environment. Yep is exactly what's, like, being portrayed here. That's kind of uh, the vibe I was getting, and it's funny that you mentioned Tim Burton, because I was thinking about, actually, that movie, because, like, the mutant people yeah. look just like that. Yes. <clears throat> so, yeah. Except the, less neon. <laughs> the mutant gang. That was Joel Schumacher, though. Right, but, like, I was that, still thinking that... that 90s er, Batman yeah. movies, yeah. Um, but, no, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Don't point at me. <laughs> Sorry, I got excited. Jamie made, like, a, a good illusion in his connecting ideas. I, oh, my God! I've got her. I was smart once. I've got her submerged deep enough, in, <laughs> deep enough into this. I made an inference that was right. Yeah. <gasps> Thank God this is on the internet. Uh, not yet. <laughs> Give it time. Anyways, um, yeah, keep talking. Whatever. Uh, so yeah, the mutant gang mm-hmm. is this like new iteration of crime evolving in Gotham City. Yes. It's past, like, the fun <laughs> characters, like the Riddler and shit like that, into, like, something, like, truly horrifying. Yeah, I was like, who the fuck are these people? This, like, like... complete and total <laughs> fucking nihilistic gang that exists pure- purely for the joy of committing violence on other human beings. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we have this encounter with Bruce Wayne when he's walking toward uh, Crime Alley, the place where his parents were murdered. Mm-hmm. And he encounters these uh, mutant gangsters, and they start to mug him, and he, like, just squares up with them, and it yeah. freaks them the fuck out. 
they were not ready like, for this old man. He's really <laughs> hoping they'll like kill him or that he'll. <laughs> and it gets us our first glimpse into what's going on inside of his head, where Batman is an independent ego, right? Like an ind- independent persona that's being like trapped inside of the prison of Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. and is fighting like tooth and nail to get out. Yeah. Because, like, at first, I was actually a little bit confused. I was like, is he, like, becoming, like, turning into Batman here? Is this, like, a thing? No, it's just still him. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, Batman is, like, in his <clears throat> brain. Yeah, I was confused as to where that was going to go, yeah. but then I figured it out. Alfred's still around. Mm-hmm. Um, we get this, like, really crazy bit where he wakes up in the middle of the night, and he's naked in the Batcave by himself, and he has shaved his mustache, yeah. like, in his sleep. <laughs> To look more like Batman. I mean, I love a good fever dream (laughs) where (laughs) you wake up naked somewhere (laughs) and, you know. And we get these, like, very Travis Bickle uh, taxi driver moments of him watching TV and just flipping through channels and seeing, like, every single channel is a news report about something fucking horrible. Okay, got it. I didn't get the reference, but I get where you're going with this. Okay. Um, And it triggers this, like, flashback because he... Uh, one TV channel is showing The Mark of Zorro with Tyrone Power, um, which is a movie that was playing when his parents were killed. Mm-hmm. It took me a minute to realize that, but I was like, oh, got it. We get a flashback there. That is the introduction of the iconography of the pearl necklace. Yes. That is carried forth in every single fucking version of the Wayne's death after this. I was going to say, because it's like so dramatic and like you do see it every it time. Is, it is very visually striking. I am so sick of it. <laughs> Well, okay. If I see pearls dropping in slow motion one more goddamn time in a Batman movie, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Yeah, Zack Snyder s- killed it. No, I was going to say, like, <laughs> literally, I, I don't want to talk about Batman versus Superman right now. But, <laughs> like, talk about it ever. Right. But the amount of times that you goddamn see that is sickening. It's crazy. That scene is pornographic in that movie. <laughs> like, it is so fucking crazy. Next week. Next week. We'll get, we'll get into it. Um,. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> or maybe more today if we keep getting ang- getting you angry. <laughs> um, see where it takes us. We're we only also, like 15, 20 minutes into this bitch. <laughs> we also have uh, Harvey Dent being released from Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Um, with at, a, with a, a full face. Yeah. He's had, a full uh, normal face. He's had reconstructive surgery. He is now one face. <laughs> yes. He has gone from his two face to back to singular face. Harvey one face Dent. Um, yes. Bruce Wayne has funded his rehabilitation. Yeah, I was and... a little bit shooketh when I saw that. <laughs> right. Well, that's like, this is what I keep saying about Batman. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> over and over again, screaming <laughs> from the fucking mountaintops, is that he his, like, crime fighting is mm-hmm. more than just, like, punching poor people in the face. Yes. <laughs> like... But unfortunately, he's been reduced to that. <laughs> yes. He's, uh, I mean, that, there's a time and a place. Right. You know. <laughs> But to the untrained eye. If somebody's going to commit a severe act of violence on an innocent party, regardless of the desperate circumstances that brought them there, Batman exists to stop that from happening. But he also exists to combat the systemic issues Mm -hmm. that uh, create those situations in the first place. Yes. So Bruce Wayne is like redistributing his wealth. He's funding all these initiatives. He's helping individuals. Things that should be happening today. Things that should be happening. He's the hero Gotham deserves. (laughs) No, uh, 100%. And I think this kind of... I think, I'm think i not sure if Zach's giggling at us or the TV. Okay, got it. He's playing GTA 3. So, <laughs> 4. 
Same whatever. Thing. Is that the third one? It's an interquel. Got it. Whatever. I don't. I don't there know. was GTA Three, and then there was Vice City, and then there You're was San Andreas. Right. I couldn't remember if this one came before and or after that. And then there was though. GTA Four, and then there was GTA Five. Right. It's complicated. It's like the Halloween series, but worse. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Most of these are good. Yeah, I Most guess of so. the Halloween movies are bad. <laughs> I've only seen a few. <laughs> I cherry picked the ones that I've seen. <laughs> Prince for the better. <laughs> Smart. Although Paul Rudd isn't one of the bad ones. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the man hasn't aged since he's he was twenty. Sense. He yeah, looks so. exactly, he looks exactly the same. It's those pin particles. You think they keep you young? Yeah, absolutely. Is that what? Because <laughs> he just shrinks his wrinkles. God, if only that's how Botox worked. <laughs> no, that just freezes your face with poison. I know. It's actually super. <laughs> so, one of my doctors, she um, she's a laryngologist, so she specifically does like throat things yeah right right. (laughs) sexy Um, throat only throat only bitch uh no she's she's great uh but she also has like forayed into like cosmetic um like like medical cosmetics okay um so she does uh botox injections into the larynx and vocal cords uh it helps do like actual like things for your pitch and Oh, shit like that. So she does that like therapeutically, but she was like, "Oh, like since I have all this Botox, like I might as well like put it in people's faces." <laughs> since I have all this Botox. Yeah. So she like got lying around. So she got like certified and did all the shit to do like cosmetic Botox. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Well, because I work for her, I, I can get it at cost. Like I don't have to pay like an arm and a leg for Botox." So I was like, "Maybe I'll fuck around and get some Botox." My you're mom's like, "Are you? Dude. Well, <laughs> if you start getting it when you're in your twenties, it prevents the wrinkles from forming." Uh huh. <laughs> You've met my father. He's a wrinkly man. <laughs> uh, he didn't strike me as such. Yeah, well. <laughs> and he works outside a lot, so that's probably more sun damage than anything else, right? Uh, he sits in his car all day. I mean, it gets really sunny in your car. <laughs> Absolutely. He has had many a skin cancer spot removed, so I shouldn't, like, talk shit. But <laughs> See? But I was like, maybe I'll get some, like, preventative Botox. And my mom's like, you're going to put fucking botulism in your face? <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> Especially if I can only get it for, like, $7 a unit. You're like, you don't understand what I've put in my face. <laughs> hey, look. Again, we've addressed my mom doesn't listen to this, but that doesn't mean we need to talk about my past. <laughs> well, it's not. Well, that's not. That's a different. No. <laughs> Anyways. Different. That's all different. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe one of these days I'll have Botox, maybe not. That's that's all that to say. <laughs> anyway. But if I could just shrink my wrinkles, yeah, shrink that'd be better. <laughs> I need that technology. <laughs> Ant-Man, hit me up. Maybe it's coming soon. God, I hope. You can buy it at the Disney store. <laughs> <laughs> no, they only sell it at Disneyland so they can have the premium markup. Mm. And that makes you go there. Yeah. You have to pay a ticket price to get in. Yeah. Like, you want your 80 bucks first, <laughs> then you have to pay for the the actual product. <laughs> like, they know what they're doing. You have to get a fast pass. Oh, straight up. Otherwise, you got to wait in that line for hours. Yeah. <laughs> worse than Space Mountain, okay? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. As you were saying. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, we... we Get all this runway. We get to a series of events, including Harvey Dent disappearing, mm-hmm. that lead to him being like, fuck it, I'm Batman again. 
Yes. It's very cool little montage at the beginning of him like stopping random street crimes. It's very fucking graphically cool. It is very cool. The guy uh, trying to mug that lady in the alleyway and the hand smashes to the window and just pulls him through. I was just like... (laughs) Or the pimp who's going to cut up the sex worker that Mm -hmm. owes him money in the back of that cab and you just hear something land on top of the cab. Oh, I also like how the cab driver was like big mad. He was like, I just got this car. Yeah, he was (laughs) like, don't do that in here. And the pimp gives him money. He's like, whatever. (laughs) And then then he land on the... (laughs) Yeah, you hear shit going down, and the cab driver's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Batman gives him more money. I mean, honestly, I wish I could do that. Just pay people off as... You could. I'd be very just broke. money. Yeah, yeah like, I'd be broker, broker than I already am. Cash is easy to get. Sure. <laughs> Are you suggesting that I counterfeit money? <laughs> I suggested nothing. Great. <laughs> just made a statement. Great. Legally. Glad to hear that. <laughs> I suggested nothing. <laughs> Legally. Um, uh, he yes. also stops uh, two high school girls from getting assaulted in this uh, arcade. That was very cool. I did mm-hmm. enjoy that. One of which is a uh, young girl with cool glasses <laughs> named Carrie Kelly. Well, yeah, I was very confused because like, so later on I'm like, that person looks very familiar. Who is going to get activated by this yes. experience and she is going to become the new Robin. I know. I was... I. Uh, Wrote down somewhere, like, the new Robin's a bitch? <laughs> the fuck? She's really cool. She's a cool character. I love the, like, future no. slang that they give her and all the I do quite enjoy characters. her. Yeah. Um, you would actually, you should probably watch, they made an animated movie out of this. My coworker was telling me to watch it, actually. Because... Not your husband? No. <laughs> My coworker, Brandon, um, who probably doesn't listen to this, if you are, hey, um, I, I've been telling you to listen to this for months, so <laughs> if you are, then finally it's paid off. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. Brandon. Different Brandon than you know, though. I know. That's okay, just, great. Just wanted name, to make sure. The name Brandon. That's how I respond to it. I just wanted to make and sure that Bradley. was very clear. Bradley. Uh, <laughs> I think that one fits better. <laughs> uh, but he was like, no, like you should definitely like watch the like watch the animated movie. And I was like, maybe one day. It's pretty good. Ariel Winter does the voice of... Is that Kelly. the bitch from Modern Family? Yes. Yeah. The smart sister. <laughs> yes. Who like got like a like very dramatic breast reduction. Did she? Yes. Oh. She had like G's or like H's. And wow. yes. <laughs> and she's like a very short person. Yeah. And yeah, like I could she's see that just and she's not like big. Hellacious. <laughs> yeah. Like I've already like contemplated getting my tits cut off and they're not nearly that big. Like <laughs> Are you really? I've thought about getting a reduction. Oh. Or at least a lift. What? Oh. <laughs> but um, neither here nor there. But they like back problems and stuff, or are they just a pain to deal with? Both. <laughs> Mostly just a pain. Yeah, I mean, do whatever Like, you they're do. in the way. <laughs> like, if you've ne- I mean, if anyone out there has never had tits, they're, get- they're very much in the way all the time. Yeah. I've never found them to be in the way. <laughs> I'm sure you have not. <laughs> I-, I-, I bet Zachary has a similar sentiment. Sentiment. <laughs> Um, but they are your tits, so do what you will. Yes. But anyway, so she had, like, a reduction, and, like, she went down to, like, a D or a C cup? Down to a D. Yeah. But, like like I said, like, she had, like, monster tits before that. Like, oh, they were, like, I want to say, like, maybe H's were larger. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to find a before and after photo. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I'm going to say, I don't, I, don't, I don't have too much uh, knowledge about her tits. But. Sorry about it. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I think I only ever saw her on that show, and she's always just been in my brain as a child. 
so I didn't. And I, they put sizing on the bottom here. I don't think it's correct. Actually, this picture, I think, is a better representation of the uh-huh. work that was done. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, uh, the, I saw one photo that I had put her at an F and, I, and now at a D, and I don't think that's correct. Mm. But that's just my own personal opinions on the matter that don't matter. <laughs> Well, Either way, Ariel. yeah, she looks great. I'm happy you're happy. Yep, but I could not having size F or larger tits. No, thank you. That's wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how you go about your day. Carefully, <laughs> with multiple bras. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly like strapping them down with like ace bandages. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like a lady who wants to fight in the Civil War. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Also, my line of work, I work with a lot of, like, trans people, and, like, they, that's, like, a huge thing, is, like, yeah, bi- yeah. like breast binding. Yeah. So, I would imagine that, like, even just huge, like, just huge boobs that you just don't want to deal with, that you would bind yeah. them. I don't know. Strap those bitches down. It's fucking A. I mean, that's why I don't run. <laughs> <laughs> sure. One of the many reasons. <laughs> but it usually requires multiple bras, and I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> not, not in my... Thing, list of things to do. Not in your wheelhouse. Mm-mm. Like, fuck that noise. Uh, okay. So, so the anime a, movie's good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah? Uh, the voice of Batman is Peter Weller, who played RoboCop. Interesting. Which is really fucking cool. Not just, like, because it's cool, but also because <laughs> RoboCop is very much, like, in the vein of this book. Like, this, I haven't like, seen RoboCop. Very cool, futuristic satire of like the eight, 1980s America. Okay. I was like, I haven't seen RoboCop, so I have like zero context other than this. <laughs> the original RoboCop is a perfect movie. A perfect movie. It is a perfect movie. Okay. Yeah. It's one of the greatest movies ever made. Hmm. Copy that. Mm-hmm. I will take your word for it. Maybe on a future season of this show, I'll put something together where we can talk about RoboCop. Okay. And also, it may end up being a uh, iteration of her first time, so who knows? <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. I just I just work here, so I just find out what I'm watching when I'm watching it, usually. <laughs> so we get all these cool uh, talking head news reports of Batman being back. Okay, I do love how much of the story is told through all the news clips. <laughs> yeah. No, I, that's great. I love that. It's also very <clears throat> RoboCop. Sure. <laughs> Again, I'll take a word for it. I don't I don't know. But my favorite thing that was said in any news report, uh, let me find it real quick. Uh, oh, Batman, he's kicking butts the cops won't kick. I hope he goes after the homos next. <laughs> See, that's like that's the kind of shit that Frank Miller is like really yeah. fucking with in this because there's a lot of very like elements to his Batman that are fascistic mm-hmm. of just like, you know, forcing right. will on things, but he's also like making this point of it's yeah, it's very interesting <laughs> stuff to to play with. Um, I fucking love like all this stuff. Where it's like the children described an attack on the gang by a huge man dressed like Dracula. <laughs> I wrote that one down too. <laughs> um, there was another winner where I forget which news anchor it is, but calls the other one a fat lady. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> Knowing the fat lady that they're talking to is uh, is uh, Lana Lang, who is Superman's know. girlfriend from Smallville before uh, he comes to Metropolis and hooks up with Lois Lane. Okay, that makes more sense because I was trying to figure out who the fuck she was. <laughs> and I was like. That's kind of rude. <laughs> Very rude. 
Um, like, I'd be end, big mad. <laughs> at the end of this montage, we get our big, full mm-hmm. splash page reveal of Batman. We do. Jumping through the sky. He's got his fucking rad blue and gray bat suit. Yes. I love, like, just the really bold colors of the blue and the gray mm-hmm. and the yellow belt. And I see, it is very, like, bright and The massive well. yellow bat emblem on his chest. This is my favorite, like, visual representation of Batman. Ever? It's great. Yeah. That one. This, this that, that one. Yes. I'll make sure it's on the post for this week. I love this, and I love there's a Norm Brayfogle <laughs> drawing of uh, Batman standing in an alley in the rain that I really, really love. Ooh. Um, Norm Brayfogle is a great Batman artist in, like, the late 80s, early 90s. We did a lot of work on, like, detective comics. Oh, um, okay. Mm-hmm. So we have Batman. We're back in his point of view. We've yes. been seeing things from, like, the perspective of others at this point. He's leaping through the sky. He says to himself, this should be agony. I should be a mess of aching muscle, broken, spent, unable to move. And were I an older man, I surely would. But I'm a man of 30, of 20 again. The rain on my chest is a baptism. I am born again. Yeah, when he said that, I was like, diggity damn. The cool thing about this book is, like, how it starts at this place of um, very, like, down-to-earth realism, Mm -hmm. and as Batman moves to the story, it becomes more operatic, Okay. to the point where it's, like, mythological Mm -hmm. at the end, where it's literally him standing against a god. (laughs) Yeah. Go on. It's it's very much like the stuff kind of Nolan was dealing with of like literalizing a man becoming a legend. Yes. Yeah. I don't think I understood that until just now. You're welcome. That just the click the pieces just clicked together. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm, all right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm here for it. <laughs> what uh, what do you have? What are you in your notes? What's in your heart about the Dark Knight Returns? <laughs> What's in my heart? <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, so I, I don't think this ever was, like, fully directly answered, so I, I, it was inferred many times. Okay. Jason Todd is dead in this yes. scenario. How did he die? So Jason Todd dies, um, the Joker kills him. Got it. Because I don't think that was ever, like, explicitly said. No, they just talked about the it. fact that Jason Todd died, and that had, like, just happened in the comic books, like, right before this book came out. Got it. Okay, great. Um, so that was a question I had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, ba, ba, da, ba, 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 ba. I I wrote a couple of different notes about like internal monologues that he has, and like I I thought they were all like really good. Yes. Um, like because at first because I'm like okay like is it him talking? Is it Bruce talking? Is it Batman talking? I'm not sure who's talking here, or is this like once, once he's back in action, he is Batman again. Right, which yeah. is like, so I've now gathered. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> This is now the same person, Mm -hmm. but I was not 100% positive at the time of, you know, actively reading this. (laughs) I was like, what's happening? Um, Okay, and then also in this continuity, what happened to Dick Grayson? Uh, Dick Grayson's probably just out there doing it as Nightwing. Okay, great. That was just another unanswered question I had, because they were like, oh, like, you know what happened to him? Like, and then I was like, no, I don't. What happened to him? Maybe something did happen to him. I don't know. I guess it was kind of just, like, very, like, briefly alluded to at the very beginning. He may have talked about it in, um, like, the sequels to this, but I can't really remember. And I think it might have been mentioned in the one that I did read. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't remember. Like, I didn't take as good notes on that, so I really couldn't tell you. Yeah. And also, it didn't matter. (laughs) I tried to put it out of my fucking memory. (laughs) I was upset. (laughs) Um... So, we briefly were talking about the third part, 
Can we talk about the? Oh, I'm just trying to swipe back to a a photo of mm-hmm. what I was what I'm going to describe as the big titted Nazi. <laughs> oh, Bruno. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know, dude. Okay, great. I was hoping you'd be able to give me some answer as to just why. It's just another fucking crazy, like, weird future criminal that Frank Miller... Yeah, like... Yeah. Hello? With the, with the swaz on her tits? Yeah, I was like, what is happening? I don't know. Is this a woman? Like, or are they just big fake titties? Like, what's going on here? I don't here? even know, dude. Okay, excellent. <laughs> um, it's just like a cool, weird thing in this book. Excellent. I'm glad that that was... When in- he's in disguise as, like, the gross old unhoused lady. Yeah, I was like... Talking about how the vodka's cheaper at the 7-Eleven. Which, I mean, facts. Yeah. <laughs> it always is, but it always comes in plastic. <laughs> but speaking of all that... Yes. I want to talk a little bit about the Joker in this book. Okay, let's talk about it. Okay. Because at first, I was not convinced it was the Joker, and then I realized it was. <laughs> so when we're first introduced to the Joker in mm-hmm. this story, he's catatonic. He's been that way for years. Yes. He's just sitting in a chair in Arkham Asylum. He hasn't spoken. He hasn't moved. He's very much like Michael Myers in those intervening years yes. between Halloweens. And then the news reports of Batman being back. Mm-hmm are on, and a smile slowly spreads across his lips. That's when I realized. <laughs> he becomes the main antagonist of the story. This is after uh, we wrap up the Harvey Dent thing. Yeah. Um, there's a whole deal with him stealing two helicopters, mm-hmm. uh, like a cool military one and a shitty little one, and then he's going to blow up the Gotham Twin Towers, which like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is like way ahead of its time. <laughs> Especially because I was like, was this written in the early aughts? Was this written in the 90s? Like, I wasn't 86? sure. But yeah, apparently before both attempts. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Do they predict the future? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, there's also there's this really small, cool graphic thing that I really like, where it, the bat signal instead of projecting it in the sky, they project it on the side of that building. That I thought was really interesting because I, I, it made me think of when I was very erroneous when I was like, I thought it was pointed at where he's supposed to go. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Batman stops Harvey Dent in that cool action scene. Yeah. He realizes that Harvey has scarred himself again. Yeah. Which is really fucked up. Yep. After all that goddamn work. Yeah. Because um, he just can't be fixed at this point. There's no, he's fucked up. That he's, Batman can't. He's ruined. Batman can't fix. But he has that awesome moment where he's asks him what he sees, and he says he sees a reflection. <sighs> which reminds me, Mulan's coming out soon. Why does that remind you of that? <laughs> Did you never hear the fucking hit Christina Aguilera song, Reflection? No. Oh, my God. So, (laughs) wow. You know, when you told me the other day you hadn't seen Cartoon Mulan, it hurt my feelings. But, like, this actually hurts. Cartoon (laughs) Mulan came out at a time where I felt... Mm-hmm. Like, I was too old for Disney movies. Uh-huh. You're going to say Disney princesses, but move no, on. Disney movies. Um, <laughs> it came in this, like, medium time mm-hmm. where I thought I was too old before I got, like, actually more mature and realized how great they were. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's just, like, between the gaps. Okay, great. So, I think I need to make you watch Mulan. Because when I was a kid, I got down on some, like, Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast is still my favorite animated movie. I think Mulan might change that for you. It'll change what my favorite animated movie it is. It might. No. Okay. <laughs> I love Beauty and the Beast. Really? Yeah. That, that one never, like, really hit me. I love every iteration of Beauty and the Beast. I really love Jean Cocteau's uh, French hmm. film from the 30s. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, 
you know, yeah, Beauty and the Beast is always the one that like never really spoke to me. There's a really cool version uh, that they made a few years ago with Vincent Cassell. Oh, the, like the live action version, right? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. And it had uh, Emma Watson in it, right? No, this is a good live action version. <laughs> I heard it was ass. <laughs> the the Disney one sucks. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> Do you want to say that louder for the kids in the back? It sucks. <laughs> Great. They're like, what if we did it again, but with worse singers? Yeah. Good, right? <laughs> Let's do it. Like, go fuck yourself. What are you kidding me? Yeah, that's how that works. Um, you know, who wanted to make a uh, live action Beauty and the Beast was Guillermo del Toro. And they were like, no, we're going to make this instead. Fuck you. You know, maybe there's still hope for him to do it. I would, I would love it. I, don't, I know you Well, would. he did his uh, Beauty and the Beast now. He, he made Shape of Water. <laughs> the fish fucking. <laughs> I, I, haven't, I, don't, I haven't seen the movie. It's a I don't great know. movie. I know. You keep telling me. It's a beautiful movie. But now I can't watch it. I'm refusing to watch it until season four. Okay. Because I want it to be special the first time. <laughs> no, it will be. Most first times are not special. This one, hopefully it'll change my mind. <laughs> um. But no, ca- Cartoon Mulan is fucking spectacular. Uh-huh. Christina Aguilera did an original song for it called Reflection. Uh-huh. It's very good. I'll make you listen to it before or after we're done with this. Um, Great. Can't wait. I, I bet you can't. <laughs> but no, like, original fucking animated Mulan slaps. Like, love it. Like, I think it's made me the boss-ass bitch I am today. Oh. Yep. So the movie has a lot to answer for. Yep. <laughs> no, but basically it just says that, like, you know, it's a, it's all about, like, female empowerment, and it's great. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't wait to watch the, like, Yeah, I have nothing against version. it. I think the live-action one looks really good. Yeah. I think it has a chance. I think most of those Disney live-action remakes are bad. But I think this one looks good. But uh, you know what was really good, I thought, was Cinderella. I haven't seen that one. I thought that one was great. Mm-mm. And, like, Willie James is great, and it was directed <laughs> by Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, see, I'm too scared to watch the live-action Disney things for the most part, so I just don't. (laughs) But this one looks like it fucks. Well, like, yeah, Aladdin was bad. I refuse to watch that one. It was bad. I refuse. Um. (laughs) Like, I absolutely refuse. Like, one of my old coworkers at my last job, Aladdin is, like, her favorite thing in the entire fucking world, and she was like, this sent me into a depression. (laughs) I only watched part of the Lion King that they made, but that was bad and weird. No. Like, really weird. I refuse to watch that one also. It's crazy. I've heard it's crazy. Because it's so photoreal. Yeah. And they shoot it so naturalistically. It feels like you're watching, like, a nature documentary where they just play voices over... Because that's one with um, Childish Gambino and Beyonce, right? I know. I was excited about that cast. Yeah. But the weird thing was they got James Earl Jones back, but none of the other... That's weird. (laughs) But nobody else. Which, like, I totally understand that you would... Who else is going to do it? But James Earl Jones. Although he sounds so much older now, and it's just a different thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you're going to get him back, like, why not get Jeremy Irons back? Yeah. Like, I'm sure it was just a money thing. Well, I also think, like... I'm sure none of them are doing much right now. I think there was a very specific intent with that movie to get as many black... Actors actors and voice actors, yeah. like, creatives as possible, which I, like... I respect that, yeah. telling a story set in Africa that is... Right. (laughs) It uh, makes sense. (laughs) Which is, like, totally cool, and I thought, like, Donald Glover... Donald Glover, they keep casting him for these, like, super cool parts and things that are, like, bad. But he just gets fucked, yeah. yeah. Like, like, his, like, young Lando Calrissian, like, that's great, that's great casting. He's gonna be amazing. And it's like, oh, he doesn't really have anything to do, and this movie sucks. And you're like, great. Yeah, like, that movie with <laughs> Thank him Thank you for and... wasting Donald Glover. <laughs> him in that movie with Rihanna, I think it is, is fucking weird. The one oh, on Guava the... Island? Yeah. I loved that. I, I didn't finish it, like, I watched most of it, like, it was just kind of weird, like, I, I just couldn't super vibe with it. Like, yeah. Zach 
finished it and said it was right. I really, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. But that was all him. Like he was right. The, like, like, but the he main, did great. He was like the main creative behind. Yeah. No. Like you know he was I mean? great. And like I said, like so, like his potential was great. Yeah. But like <laughs> just put in these awful situations. I feel like. But like Atlanta's fantastic. I haven't seen that either. Um, you'd probably really mm-hmm. like it. Um, obviously Community was great, and he was great in it. Um, the most recent Netflix special he did was good too. I uh, love Donald Glover. I love him. Um, no, he's a chance. He's great. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, back to what you were saying about the Joker. The Joker uh, gets activated by the reemergence of activated. Batman. Activated. Uh, mm-hmm. He clowns this uh, really intense uh, caricature of a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Who's like just obsessed with his own success and his own like white liberalism. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't even know how to like describe him, um, other than just it's it's the Joker, like because <laughs> uh... like I said, like at first, like I wasn't like convinced it was him because like no, I was I'm just, talking like... about the doctor. Did he, like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, um, who he convinces like, oh, I've you've cured me with your yeah, we're good med- with like... your medical expertise. So the guy like arranges him to be released, mm-hmm. and it's just like the bat. This is a victim of Batman's. <laughs> bullshit right he's finally ready to be a part of society again he gets him on this talk show this is a dave letterman is that who they were trying to yeah. okay great <laughs> and in the animated movie it's conan o'brien i love that for him yeah. <laughs> actually i would love to i would love a live action so he conan get, doing that. so he gets he gets on this talk show he gasses everybody which again, like I feel like it's pretty like spot on. It's very Joker. Yeah. Um, I love Joker's fucking like white suit in this. It's honestly sick as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have mean, a Funko Pop of it. Do you really? Mm-hmm. I, I honestly generally like white suits. Yeah. <laughs> like just it's but, just like, an aesthetic I like. White suit Joker with like the lavender tie. Mm-hmm. It's a vibe. It's fantastic. Um, well, I also really like the, 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 the simple, like, slick back green hair. Like, yeah. they're not, like, doing anything too over the top to his, like, Yeah, he puts aesthetic. on some lipstick. Yeah. Um, there's that whole thing where he kisses the sex therapist mm-hmm. that's also on the show. Which, I mean, honestly, kind of a power move. Yeah, well, they kind of, like, they, they do that in the Joker movie. You're right! End, when he goes on Robert De Niro's yes. talk show, and he does, he does the same move. Hmm! Yeah. I try to forget most of that yeah, movie. Yeah, bad TBH. movie. I, I for, again, tried to will things out of being in my head. <laughs> yeah. Like, we could have done it for this show. I just don't want to talk about it. That's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have no problem with I that. I don't want to give it a more more of a spotlight. What was that thing you sent me a couple days ago? The, oh, the like, gift. <laughs> like, maybe I'll take my Oscar back. <laughs> Some shit like that. I really didn't deserve the Oscar, did I? Ugh. And I sent Zach a gift of uh, him waving at Jared Leto Joker. <laughs> Jared Leto Joker's like, don't look at me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) Batman shows up too late to this uh, talk show. As it goes, (laughs) he kills everybody in the audience, and he pursues him to a carnival where they have a final showdown in the Tunnel of Love. Which again, like, I feel like just works, and also it reminds me of Frank Miller talking about like these two characters are in love with each other. Right, I was saying I feel like it's a pretty like straightforward metaphor. They're they're each other's soulmates. (laughs) Which honestly, like, I stand. I or was I ship it? (laughs) Um, The OTP. (laughs) We did kind of skip over the mutant leader stuff, but like I, mm, 
I don't know. I, I kind of, I feel like they could have done away with a lot of that. I love it, though. I and, really love the vibe of it. Yeah. Um, and I like, it's very specific to this book. But, yes. like, that massive fucking Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I think with it was around the, the same. Rubber bullets. <laughs> yeah. And I think it was around the same bit, like, the Batmobile, kind of a, kind of a name that a kid would come up with. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, and the first time he fights the mutant leader, he gets mm-hmm. his fucking shit handed to him. Yes. Because he's trying to, like, fight him toe-to-toe. But he can't. And not acknowledge that he's... Old. Old. <laughs> yeah, and, like, the, I don't think it's in this bit, but there's, like, a bit in the beginning of, I think, the second book where he's, like, I can, like, hear things creaking. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I feel things grinding that never grinded before. Yeah, exactly. Like, I make noises he now. He understands. <laughs> Very much. Have you ever seen the John Mulaney bit in one of his stand-ups where he's like, I'm 35, that's not old. But I, it's in a stage right before old called gross. <laughs> no, but I, I feel it. I am gross now. <laughs> I feel that in my core, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, and there, I think there's a lot of stuff from that that they kind of use in Dark Knight Rises. Yes. Where like he fights Bane and Alfred has this whole thing. It's like, look at this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's huge. His strength, his ferocity. <laughs> He's stronger than you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what you doing? What do you think you're doing? Um, <laughs> Quit being an asshat. Yeah, so he gets his shit handed to him. Uh, Carrie Kelly saves him. Yes. They go back to the Batcave, and he sort of, like, hires her on his Robin. Like, straight up. He's like, yeah, like I like this bitch. Let's, yeah. let's keep her. <laughs> like, this kid knows what's up. Um, and I add her to my collection of children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's actually almost what I wrote down. <laughs> oh, yes, another kid for me to t- take in. <laughs> um, and then he kind of gets himself ready for this rematch with the mutant leader but he sets himself up where he like takes him to this mud pit to slow him down yes and he beats him in front of all the, the other the ones mutants. Yeah. which is a fucking power move mm-hmm. <laughs> well especially because like the mutant leader guy like fucking went on tv and he was like i beat the shit out of him like he barely like got away with it like yeah blah 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 blah, blah. I killed like, the fool batman <laughs> yeah and i was like damn he's coming mm-hmm. out dick swinging like <laughs> So he beats the mutant leader. Yes. Um, the mutant gang splinters mm-hmm. into these, like, little gangs. And, like, some of them call themselves the Sons of the Batman and, like, tattoo bat symbols on their fucking faces. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. And then, like, they become, like, this, like, little group or whatever. And it kind of, like, that whole bit kind of reminded me. Again, I don't want to fucking talk about BBS yet. But, mm-hmm. like, the fucking brand reminded me of that. Yeah. Where, like, it's, like, ugh, I don't want to talk about that. But it yeah. makes me angry. But go on. <laughs> So that kind of leads us into the Joker shit. Yes. Um, he faces down with the Joker in the Tunnel of Love. The mm-hmm. Joker actually kills himself. Yes. Breaks his own neck because he knows everybody will think Batman did it. Yeah. Because, um, like, again, like... And he knows Batman won't. Fucking power move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's like, his final joke. Yeah. Like, that. that's a way to fucking go out. Yeah. Like... That's his, fi- his final punchline is, like, nobody's going to believe you didn't do this. Yeah. And I know you would never. But mm-hmm. I'm the only one who knows you. But everyone else is going to think you did, yeah. so fuck off. <laughs> yeah. It's this really, like, fucked sort of, like, I understand you better than anybody else, but you're out to help everybody else, and mm-hmm. you hate me. I'm the only one. But who, you want to help me. I'm the only one who knows you wouldn't do this. Yeah. It's, it's but fucked But get fucked. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty fucked up. Yeah, I was like, okay. And that leads us into the third... Uh, third and fourth book mm-hmm. uh, where it's like Batman like fighting the police while he's fighting everybody else we get introduced to Superman mm-hmm. who gets sent into this uh, fictional South American country Cordo Maltese okay I was like this has to be fake right <laughs> it's 
it's super cool they uh, mention this in the Tim Burton Batman movie. Oh! When he first, when he first meets Vicki Vale. Uh-huh. And she's talking about how she took all these pictures in the conflict in Cordo Maltese. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. That just broke my brain. Yeah, okay, great. Go on. <laughs> uh, while Superman is there, he stops a nuclear warhead. Yes. It gets detonated and it creates a massive EMP and just plunges Gotham City into total darkness. Chaos erupts. Yeah. Batman weaponizes the, the fallen mutants who have become the sons of the Batman. He fucking goes out on horseback. Batman on horseback is a power move. I mean, honestly, like, yeah. I mean, look at that thing. I, love it. I fucking love <laughs> I it. I was trying to find it on mine, but I was like, yours is right in front of me, so. <laughs> this is also, we didn't talk about it before, but after he loses to the mutant mm-hmm. leader the first time, his suit is destroyed. Yes. And he comes back in this gray and black suit. Okay, yeah. a big black bat on the chest and no oval. Like, he becomes, like, a darker It's Batman. a different version yeah. of himself. Yes. Yeah, I, I, mean, I did he's notice he's that. He's not fucking around anymore. He's, he's not the Silver around. Age version of Batman. He's like the 80s Batman. Yes. Yeah. Because that's... Correct me if I'm wrong. The like All the yellow and blue kind of went away in like the 70s, 80s. In general. No, more like the 90s. The mid-90s. Okay. Um, but also, even his belt is like a duller color now. It's not like that bright yellow. I actually didn't notice that until just now. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, I noticed that, like, there was no blue anymore. I just didn't yeah. notice a lack of yellow. No, the oval didn't really go away till like, honestly, the early 2000s. Oh, interesting. Okay. As far as the comic books. Okay. Um, I really want the oval to come back. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. <laughs> I love the yellow oval. Um, We haven't really talked about it, but I really love how some of the, like, more minor characters are drawn in this. Yeah. Just to look so silly. Yeah. Like, the mutant, like, not, the, I think it was the mutant leader or maybe one of the slight under people like with like those like fucking teeth like this like yeah. the, <laughs> i'm not I, i'm not doing this justice for a podcast but i'm <laughs> making like hand gestures <laughs> i fucking love the mutants like those mm-hmm. like cyclops visors that they oh wear, those are fucking rad and the way they talk <laughs> batman um, owns shiv <laughs> i know i was like <laughs> i mean he you're not wrong but i just wouldn't have worded it like that <laughs> hey, billy berserk I think that's just all slang that I'm far too young for. <laughs> no, this is made up. Okay, great. That makes me feel better. This is made up future speak that Frank Miller created. Okay, that makes me feel so much better because I was like, is this like what people talk like in the 80s? Like, <laughs> no. Okay, great. Excellent. Glad to hear it. This Love is that what somebody in the 80s thought people would talk like now. <laughs> that's embarrassing. <laughs> I think it's cool. Well, they didn't think that we would be dumb enough to use lit as a <laughs> figure lit. of speech. <laughs> Like so this daily. is all going down in Gotham City. There's yes. like this little uh, subplot of Gordon trying to get t- back to his wife mm-hmm. while these like massive riots are going on. Um, but Batman shows up where the uh, sons of the Batman are hanging out at this dump. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so you guys have kind of been doing your own thing in my name. You've been using guns and shit. We don't fucking do that. Like, I'm not about it. <laughs> he fucking grabs a rifle and snaps it in half. Yeah. He says, this is the weapon of the enemy. We do not need it. We will not use it. And I do think you actually separately, like a couple months ago, have sent me a like just like a yeah, picture of just, just that. Because <laughs> as much shit as Zack Snyder takes from this movie or from this book for his movie, he seems to fucking forget that scene. Yeah, like he like took that page, ripped it out, crumpled it up, threw it in a fucking fire. <laughs> <laughs> it is a tenet of Batman 
that almost every live action version has ignored to one degree or another. A gun killed Batman's parents. Mm-hmm. A gun represents how easy it is to just like point and click and end somebody's life. Batman is anti that whole ethos. Batman is about saving lives. Batman is about protecting people. Batman is about the hard work it takes to like get things done. Yeah. The, a gun is literally the opposite of Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm buying what you're selling. So Batman's like, we don't fucking use this shit. I'm going to teach you to use battering soon, but... Guns don't kill people. Dummies <laughs> with guns do. Correct. <laughs> but tonight, I'm just... You're just going to beat people. <laughs> you're going to use your fists. Tonight, and some other toys. <laughs> we are the law. Tonight, I am the law. He takes a little bit of uh, Judge Dredd for himself. But Batman and the Sons of the Batman ride into Gotham, get shit handled. I mean, honestly, like, here for it. Mm-hmm. Again, like, the whole horseback bit was very cool. I was not prepared for that. I was not expecting that. Yeah. But it was very fun. The guy who wrote the Tim Burton Batman, like, the first draft, mm-hmm. kept trying to get Batman on horseback <laughs> into those movies. <laughs> Clearly did not happen. <laughs> no, there's a whole deleted scene from the first Batman movie where uh, it's right after the Vicky Vale apartment scene mm-hmm. where, Be- where Bruce Wayne like goes after Joker and his men after they leave the apartment yeah. and Alfred like swings by in a car and like throws him a briefcase with a suit in it and he steals a horse from like a mounted police officer <laughs> and goes after them. What? And then that scene was cut out. Like I think they ran out of money but also they realized like we can't show this suit in daylight. <laughs> That's fair. Um, it was probably better suited for the nighttime. We need to light this suit very specifically. Also, he cannot move in it. I, I mean, yeah, I feel like it'd be hard to get a good movable situation. That, that. same writer wrote an unused Batman 2 before Batman Returns, mm-hmm. where there was also a Batman on horseback scene. <laughs> so this man was, like, really trying. Yeah, he was like, this is cool. We, <laughs> we need to put this in a movie. And I agree, it's cool. I would love to see it. But he just kept getting shit on. Yeah. <laughs> is poor, what you're telling me. Poor Sam Ham. Poor Sam Ham. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you know, I, I'm here for you. If you wrote a script with Batman on a horse, I'd, I would kickstart it. I wouldn't, I, I, I don't know. Why not? I don't need it. Why not? I would like to see it. My Batman movie would not have Batman and a horse on it. What would I have? <laughs> I mean, I can't I give feel like you this my... is a big thing to spring on you like this. I can this. give you my notebook. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> so my Batman movie would take place in like year two or year three. We should save this for our wrap-up episode at the okay. end of the season. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to ask you this question again in approximately three or four weeks. Sure. Whenever that is. Is oh, that three okay. weeks from now? After four weeks from now? Three or four weeks from now. Yeah, great. We'll, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, I'll ask you that question again. I'm writing that down. <laughs> I'll bring my notebook. Okay, great. <laughs> Glad to hear it. As you were. <laughs> um, so this all gets us to this point. Because we need to, I think, wrap this up eventually. <laughs> yeah. Where uh, Batman is causing a lot of trouble for, like, the government. He's getting people riled up. They're well, asking questions. Again, this sounds familiar. <laughs> So Ronald Reagan his cool stars and stripes suit. <laughs> okay, but okay, TBH, would you expect Ronald Reagan to wear anything different? I mean, I've never seen him actually wear that. Neither have I. But maybe, it's, maybe that's his jammies. But as I was gonna say, I don't doubt that he owned a suit that looked like that. 
<laughs> whether probably you know whether but he, he didn't remember buying it oh definitely not <laughs> you never remember buying that oh, ronnie <laughs> um, um actually just recently on my facebook memories um so back when i was in maybe like ninth or tenth grade uh-huh i want to say like maybe that summer in between because if, if it just recently came up on a facebook memory it had to have been summertime <laughs> uh-huh. i'm smart <laughs> i've you know i graduated college you did it <laughs> um but we had visited some friends that live in the la area and there's that whole reagan library and like whole like basically monument <laughs> to him <laughs> Uh, about an hour outside of LA. <laughs> um, and there's, my mom posted a photo and she like recently shared it. That's why it, it came back up of me standing at the podium at the Reagan library <laughs> and like something about like voting for me for president. And then yeah. I was like, absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> not me. Mm-mm. Not unless a whole bunch of people get real cool about a whole bunch of stuff. And um, I don't think we're anywhere near that time yet. <laughs> the world ain't ready for me yet. <laughs> Have you ever seen the show Fargo that's no. on FX? I think in season two or three, uh, Bruce Campbell plays Ronald Reagan. Great. And it's the fucking best. Um, I also haven't seen the movie, so. <sighs> great. <laughs> we could do a Coen's season of this show. We can. Like, there's enough great Coen Brothers shit. Where we would only have to talk about a few bummer movies. Well, and the really funny part about that is that my grandmother is obsessed with them. With the Coen brothers? Yes. The grandmother that I know? Yes, Diane. Um, for Christmas a couple years ago, I got her this really cool book. Um, I'll see if I can either borrow it, or I don't think it was very expensive. I could always just like pick up another one, but it's like a whole like book of their shit. Cool. It's very cool. I think it was written by them. So yeah, I love the Coen brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, <laughs> Superman is once again employed by the u.s government you got to go in and take care of this batman situation well i mean he's the most american fucking thing ever so yeah or or whatever (laughs) batman is very disappointed in superman and the sort of like stooge he's become i mean i would be too they sort of like they hint at whatever this like history was that forced batman to retire Mm -hmm. where like superheroes are kind of outlawed yeah because i was like, like i don't think they ever explicitly said like why he quit in this universe. So part of it, I think, was Jason dying, and then part of it was, like, the government mm-hmm. cracking down on superheroes. Okay, because I thought it was kind of more directly related to da- Jason dying, because they, like, again, especially in the first book, they mentioned it a lot. Yeah. Like, uh, like, at least allude to it a lot. Yeah. Um, so I was like, is that what he went? Like, did something happen? Like, yeah. was there, like, an... I think it's all... A specific event, or... Okay. It's all rolled together. And maybe Great. Jason dying was part of, like, why the government made those decisions. They're like, okay, now <laughs> kids are dying. <laughs> You mean the government getting involved with children matters? That's weird. I don't. I don't think <laughs> that doesn't sound right, Jackson. <laughs> Sorry, too let's real. Let's not do this. <laughs> too real. I don't want to talk about Wayfair right now. <laughs> oh, me either. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that ever. <laughs> All I'm saying is it's very sketchy. <laughs> um, That's enough of that. So, we have a showdown with Batman and Superman. Is this why you chose this before? <laughs> this is a big part of it. Batman's I mean, in this, also all the other in direct this, illusions. Yeah. yeah. Batman's in this crazy armor suit where he's, like, sucking power out of the city grid. Because he's, like, plugged into a street lamp. I don't think I noticed that. <laughs> Look. I did not notice that. <laughs> I did not see the cord coming literally almost out of his ass. <laughs> I, think, I thought it was just part of the cape. <laughs> but the whole thing is basically to distract Superman. Oh, okay. And then yeah. he fakes his death. 
Yes. <laughs> He's like, oh, nobody's going to fuck with me if they think I died fighting Superman. Peace out. <laughs> so he fakes, like, a cardiac event. Which, I mean, believable. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Um, there's also this whole thing with uh, Green Arrow. Yes. <laughs> Which, uh, I also, I don't want to get into, like, two weeks from now, but, like, that whole thing was box. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry over that because I finished that this morning. <laughs> Wow. Anyways. <laughs> Where he's now, he lost his arm at some point, but he's still shooting arrows with his teeth. Right. So I don't know that much about Green Arrow Green Arrow is basically Batman with a bow and arrow. Okay, great. Because I've never seen the show. I've never really, this is, this yeah. and then the other comic that we will read two weeks from now uh, <laughs> ha, 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 is the only thing I really have ever known other than me playing Injustice twice. <laughs> <laughs> also, because I don't main green arrow because i don't like playing some <laughs> so so green arrow shoots this kryptonite arrow at superman yes <laughs> bruce kicks the shit at him out of him for a little bit Kicks the shit at him <laughs> and then he dies they blow up the manor alfred dies <laughs> i love he's got that moment where he goes how utterly proper and then just like how utterly over. proper <laughs> just keels over I mean, I don't think there's a better way for him to go out. Mm -hmm. But then Superman is at Bruce's funeral. He hears his heartbeat. Yeah. He throws a wink at Carrie <laughs> Kelly and just goes on about his day. It's really cool because it's like a throwback to... <coughs> excuse me. That, yeah, you're, uh, you should be excused. <coughs> Superman uh, TV show from the 50s with George Reeves. How it would always end with Lois Lane going like, Too bad you weren't there, Clark. Superman showed up. He was like, well, it's a good thing he did. And then he would, like, wink at the camera. <laughs> See, I'm unfamiliar. It's fine. It's fun. I mean, I'm it's familiar. It's a TV show where he's always, like, fighting dudes in hats. Well, was <laughs> it? I know that it existed. <laughs> and I, I I know who Mr. Reeves is. <laughs> well, there's Christopher Reeves and there's George Reeves. Christopher Reeves is one of the Brogues back, right? Yes. Brogues neck. Sorry, yes. Yeah. It was like a horseback accident? Yeah, he's the yeah. Superman from the... Yes. The, I See, I'm, I know that much. Great. Um, I don't know a lot of things, but I know that. So Bruce isn't really dead. He's taken some of the mutants and Carrie mm -hmm. Kelly underground to wage his Fight the good fight. Crime. To fight and the good fight. Be more of a mentor character, but he's come to a new point. He's no longer thinking this will be a good death. Yeah. He's thinking this will be a good life. Which, honestly, for him, mm -hmm. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's truly the complete 180 from him at the beginning. <laughs> that <laughs> is the end of the book. We mm -hmm. didn't talk about some stuff. There's, like, the whole deal with Selena Kyle. Yeah. Where she's become, like, a madam. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. <laughs> like, it's I... kind of a bummer. It was kind of sad. Yeah, I was like... I was trying to figure out, like, okay, is this, like, because of, like, him going away? Like, I, I was trying to figure out, like, if there was, like, a deeper thing behind it. I'm or, sure like, that's part of it. If but, you like, know things that I don't know. It's also, like, when he does year one, he mm -hmm. starts her out as a sex worker. That is true. So this is, like, her, like, just returning to what Right, she going knew. back to what she knows, yeah. Would, that makes sense. Okay, mm -hmm. I hadn't thought about that. I also didn't really think until the, when, the beginning of the show when you saw that these were connected worlds that they were. Because yeah. I didn't realize. So <laughs> this, uh, this came out first... Um, this, like, blew the fucking doors off comic books. This Did was it? a real, um, moment, this, like, mid-80s, because there was this book, there was Watchmen, mm -hmm. and so you're in a point where, like, a lot of people thought, like, superhero comics, like, what else could you do? Right. They've been around since, like, the 40s, mm -hmm. and then here's Frank Miller, and here's Alan Moore, and they're like, there's no limit to what we can do with these characters. 
I mean, literally, yeah. Like, these are ideas, they stand for something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, it's a, <laughs> yeah. it's not a body, it's, like, the thought of it. Exactly. And, like, whereas Alan Moore with Watchmen was very much, like, look how, like, crazy these characters are. But it's the characters, if it's they, not the thought of the characters. Yeah, if they were real, they'd be, like, very broken, sad, weird people. <laughs> That's what like Watchmen. Right. Is, that's what Watchmen is about. And then Frank Miller's like the opposite with this book, where he's like, "This is totemic." Right. Like this is a broken, sad, weird person. Like, but this, like he stands for this bigger thing. This is like <laughs> a, this is like Greek mythology. Like, right. This like character means something. This is my anthropomorphism of this. Yes. <laughs> this idea. Mm-hmm. Right. Correct. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I also just pur- pulled that word out of my ass. I haven't used that in a conversation yeah, in probably job. a decade. Um, <laughs> But this is also one of those books that I got uh, from Borders when I first made my like major. It still got the little Borders it price sticker on the back. It does. Does it say eleven ninety nine? Fourteen ninety five. Okay, great. I can't read. So. <laughs> it's I also bought, very faded. I bought it's this a photo in year one. At the same time. Yeah. Wow, that was a big day for and you. It really sent me. <laughs> and you were what thirteen? You said. It was like yeah, thirteen ish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I was thirteen, I was not doing that. So. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing when I was 13. Still really, still really holds up. It's a great book. No, it is a great book. Like, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The art's fantastic. Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this version compared to the first one. <laughs> this cover is one of the coolest things. No, it's dope as fuck, and um, Zach correctly informed me that um, they basically recreate that in BBS. This? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Zachary. <laughs> the cover of The Dark Knight Returns gets recreated in BBS. Yeah, for like two seconds. All right. Because he's like, that's the cover from the, the comic book you just read. And I was like, oh shit, you're right. Which part? It's when uh, Doomsday shoots the lasers at Batman that ground lifts to the building and then the lightning strikes behind it. Oh, you mean this thing where he's jumping across the sky with the lightning bolt. Not this where he's on the telephone wire. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yes. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Oh, yes. No, I wish they recreated that. Yeah. I wish they made the a other good movie. Thing, yes. Oh. <laughs> um, so, so that's our segue to yeah. next week. <laughs> Join us next week. We're finally doing it. Yeah. The moment we've all been waiting for. Batman v Superman. Dawn of Justice. It's the dawn of something. <laughs> I don't think justice is what we could call it. <laughs> the dawn of sadness. Dawn of sadness. The dawn of mediocrity at its it's finest. A bummer movie for bummer people. <laughs> um... Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, we will we will get into it. Yeah, specifically the ultimate edition. Mm-hmm. If anyone cares. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little bit more more coherent. Like yeah. the, the narrative makes a little bit more sense in I it than will the theatrical cut. Say that it definitely did because I hadn't seen this movie since I saw it in theaters, yeah. and it at least made sense this time. Yeah. Yeah, I did see it twice in the theater. Oh, you son of a bitch! Well, I had to see it a second time because I was <laughs> to like, make sure. It was yeah, bad. <laughs> I was like, I had to make sure it's bad because I really worked hard to convince myself I liked it. We'll talk about it. I'm sorry. We'll talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> um, yeah. So next week we'll be back with that shit show. Mm-hmm. Um, so have fun watching it. Um, I definitely recommend um, alcohol or drugs. Um, <laughs> in general, but also specifically to watch. But especially if you're going to sit and watch this. Um, we had to watch it over two sittings. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say for now. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm already upset. Yeah, me too. And we haven't even talked about it, really. <laughs> mm. All right. All right. Well, 
Toodaloo. Bye.